course creators. My name is Rachel Recklum, and I want to welcome you to Train Thrive Growth, where we share online learning and training tips for small businesses who want to make an impact in their business through learner-centered design. Hey, so we have some fun things going on around here that I wanted to share. Um, I recently redid my website, and with that, I also refreshed the services that I'm offering. So I added some new course strategy packages, which are, or excuse me, I should say course strategy sessions, which are one-time sessions for people who just want some ideas and advice about their online course creation. I also added a whole new category of services. So in addition to designing training programs as part of creating online courses, I've recently started helping online entrepreneurs and other small business owners develop training programs, not for customers, but for their employees. Because that's the other really big way that as business owners, we might be training. And really all business owners are educators because when you hire staff, you have to teach them how to do their job and also teach them the values and the vision for your company and how to work with you, how to communicate with you. So we're going to be applying some of the course design and instructional design principles that we've talked about with regards to online courses, but applying them to the employee training process as well. With that, I am going to start sharing a little bit more content about working with employees. So for this episode, I'm going to share a few of my favorite kind of quick tips for onboarding employees successfully. First thing, regardless of whether the person you've hired is remote or joining you at your place of business, it's really important to plan their first day experience with intention. So when you're hiring someone, you will have already talked to them, of course, because you've interviewed them and they've accepted the job. You've probably had some email back and forth, whatever. When people come in or sign on, if it's a remote position for their first day, you're making another kind of first impression, the first impression of what it's going to be like to actually work at your company. So I always recommend that people create personalized materials for onboarding and have as much of the admin as you can done in advance. Make sure their email is set up. If they're going to have a phone number, make sure that's ready to go and put all of the essential numbers and information they need into a one pager. To talk a little bit more about that personalized materials thing, when you create kind of a customized onboarding and training plan for that employee and they can see that and really see how they are going to move through the training process and learn how it is that they're going to be part of your company and contribute to your company's mission, that can be a really powerful way to get someone excited about their job You want to make sure they feel welcome and motivated right from the beginning. So another thing, don't kill the vibe. You know, when people are coming in for their first day, they're excited, they're ready to go, they want to get to work. And what is the first thing we usually do when we start a new job? We're immediately sent to like a corner desk with a stack of HR papers. (laughs) So don't do that. The HR papers can wait a couple hours. Rather, I always suggest people get the team together, whether that is in the office or uh, virtually, like kind of get everyone on a Zoom call so that people can say hello, talk to each other, get some face-to-face connection. A small, thoughtful gift can also make a big difference in helping people feel welcome. Uh, Even if it's just having uh, nice business cards printed in advance or 
Uh, you know, they have plenty of these uh, sort of online gifting services. You can send someone just a nice small welcome gift. Doing a virtual or in-person lunch date with whoever their supervisor is going to be can also be a really nice touch. The point is, spend the first day or the first half of the first day, whatever it is, building connections and setting up relationships, making the person feel welcome and excited. That way you have this really memorable impression in people's mind. Because if you think about like our first days, uh, whether it's like first day of school, first day of college, first day at a job, we tend to remember that that first period that we spend somewhere. And if you make it a really happy, fun, memorable experience, that's going to set the tone for the person's job experience with you going forward. Another important thing about onboarding is that long-term thinking is really key with new hires. So what I'm talking about here is really setting the person up for success when they're starting at your company. Now, your new employee is probably eager to get started, to get to work, and really prove themselves and their capabilities. But while it is good to get people started on meaningful assignments pretty quickly, I think, what you don't want to do is don't throw them into a high-stakes task with a tight deadline, minimal supervision, and no clear expectations. You're setting the person up for failure. You're setting your business up to stumble. So maybe this sounds obvious, but in busy, hectic offices, it happens all the time, right? There is work to be done. No one's available to do it. And it just gets shoved down to the new guy or gal. And this can go really poorly. So if it's something that's client facing at all, and the person doesn't know what to do, doesn't understand, A, you're creating a negative first impression. That client is going to have a negative first impression of your new employee. Your new employee is going to feel awful, feel like they messed something up. And really, in a situation like that, when a new employee screws something up, it's never on the new employee. It's on the system that allowed that new employee to not get the instruction and oversight that they need. So think carefully about when you start giving people work and make sure you build in plenty of time to check and rework. Make sure that they have space to learn and grow when they're starting off. And when it comes to training, so I'm going to get into a lot of details about training in future episodes. A couple important notes when it comes to training people, it's not just giving them a task list, and a set of instructions. When you're bringing someone onto your company, it doesn't matter if your company has 500 employees or if it's just you as a solopreneur and you're bringing on your first virtual assistant. Take time to share the why of your work with your new employee. This includes kind of the mission and vision of your company. Why does the work you do matter? What do you love about the work? You want to give your people something to feel inspired about. In addition, I also recommend sharing the path forward for the business. So this gets into the idea of people, of giving people a mission, not just a task list. But you want to be able to kind of share with your new employee how the business is growing, what their role is in that. Kind of along those lines, you also want to be able to tell people what success looks like for their role, what you're looking for. Don't make people guess this, right? You want to give people really clear manageable, reasonable, but definitely clear expectations for what their success is going to look like at your company. All right, so those are just a few of my favorite onboarding tips. I hope this was helpful and definitely let me know 
what topics you are interested in hearing more about when it comes to training and onboarding employees. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to learn more, you can find me on Insta at Train Thrive Grow. And don't forget to leave a rating and review for this podcast in iTunes. Talk to y'all soon. Bye.